This is John Mayer. He's got a new album. Oh my god. Oh, 80s soft rock, eh? Oh my god. Good on John. Look, he seems to be. um, He's well aware that everyone's going to tease him for this. So, in fact, he's actually called this sob rock as opposed to soft rock. Estelle Clifford's been listening. Hey. <laughs> I love that you're just OMGing and laughing your way through this. Well, he wants us to laugh, right? He actually does. And yeah. I'm like, well, well, then you know what it is and who you are. Exactly. Like, We're laughing with kind of John. Cool for him. Exactly. Yeah. Laughing with, maybe it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, he, so the, con- the concepts behind sob rock. He's like, imagine if someone made an album in 1988, but they shelved it, and then you only just discovered it now. Mm, mm. I'm like, well, that's kind of a cool place to take yourself yeah. to write an album. It is his lockdown album, but he wanted to have like a different focus than worrying about, you know, COVID and the rest of the world. And so he just went to a place that I guess he just gave himself permission to go to, and he's hoping everyone else will come along as well. Yeah. I um. I think it's a funny title. I think Sob Rock is perfect. He's even done the album cover art. You know, he looks a bit Richard Marks on it. Yeah. Um, standing in his shirt with his guitar and long head, long head 80s lout. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I actually didn't know of John Mayer that he, um, when he was a kid, he was inspired. He wanted to play guitar because of um, Marty McFly in Back to the Future. Really? That's where ah. he got to play the guitar, and he like punished his parents until his dad finally rented him a guitar to see if he would, you know, stick with it. That's a good idea. Smart parenting. Yeah. Um, and I and I guess it has worked out for him. There's something funny about John Mayer for me. Like he does have a great voice, and he is a he is a great musician. And this album has been put together like it's smooth. There's the silky synth thing that you'd expect. There's mm. the guitar riffs and the solos. It is easy listening, but there's also something that makes me feel like he's just irking us a little bit. I don't mm. know what that is. I think that's just him as a person. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so uh, when I hear his music, it does that to me a little bit, you know? So so how yeah. do you mean irking? I don't, like he's being a bit try-hard. Oh, right. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah, okay. But is that just because uh, he's See, I've always felt like he's a bit cool. Do you reckon? Yeah, yeah like I, I felt I like he's, he's a bit too cool. cool or something. But like, no, I know, I know. But his whole thing is like that he's not cool, but he kind of is because, you know, he's all dashing and stuff. And, yeah, you know, like women love him and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, that's, but then he, so he wants to sing songs about how he's like the sentimental man and he's been done over by women. And I'm like, I'm sure the story is the other way around, mate. Yeah. From, from most of the uh, famous people you've decided to date, even though you said you'd spend your life not in that world. Um, which I think is a bit that irks me about him, even when I listen to his music, and I should try and separate those two things. Uh, it makes it makes yeah. it a bit hard for me. Maybe that's um, it. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. The production is really good. He's used um, uh, uh, producers and musicians who you know were actually doing gigs in the eighties, and I think that's really smart. So, but there's kind of that modern twist, like the single "New Light," which is my favourite on the album, has a bit of a pop funk sound to it oh. it's full of like really vivid lyrics a bit of self-pity and i think we can all kind of can go there yeah yeah <laughs> last train home is the one that everyone's talking about um because it does have that that real almost 80s movie soundtrack uh quality to it so that's kind of the standout and he's getting lots of past 80s artists you know write to him and say well that's really really catchy taking me somewhere a bit nostalgic yeah um, and maybe that's a nice thing too. He's writing an album of music that he grew up on, yeah. but he's getting his chance to put his own thing on it. So 
yeah, it's got this 80s but slight modern, bit more control, perfectionist in the production vibe to it, I think. Yeah. It's still quite dreamy. I think that maybe actually what it is, is I don't know if this is his truth. Oh, uh, you know, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's yeah. not necessarily writing his stories. And I, and I guess you can't always, but perhaps I would feel more emotionally connected to the sob if I... Uh, if I felt like it was coming from a place. Of... You feel like he's not kind of actually being authentic. Yeah. 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 That, I mean, and well, I guess you don't have to be. I guess you can write moods and, but, but I think I wanted that. I think that's what, why soft rock originally worked. I think mm. that's why 80s mm. um, soft rock pop worked because mm. it was actually people's, there was that sort of emotion behind yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll it's have kind a, of Robert a... Plant. It's kind of Richard Marks. It's kind of Don Henley, but not as catchy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, try. well, what'd you Good give try, it? John Mayer. Oh my gosh, I'm going to give it a six out of ten. Six out of ten. All right, fair enough. Six out of ten <laughs> on the Estelle Clifford scale is like a two out of ten. It's like it's like it's okay. It's, yeah, you yeah, know? it's like a meh. It's a meh, isn't it? Yeah. Good try. Good try, John Mayer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, well, look, we'll have yeah. a bit more of a listen in a couple of minutes. Thank you so much, Estelle.